Hi everyone, welcome back to A Cup of Cozy. My name is Oriana. And I'm Wanda. This is our addendum to our live last night from the Oscars. Well, we weren't at the Oscars, but we did a live watch party. If you missed it, I am so sorry because we had so much fun until shit went awry. I literally feel like the entire night was a fever dream, much like the past two years. Um, for a variety of reasons, for me personally, besides that don't include the pandemic. Um, but yeah, so that's what we're going to be talking about today. We're going to be talking about the, the Oscars, Oscars and how, let's start off with, we're going to save the Will Smith, um, Chris Rock stuff till the end. Let's start off with how disjointed this was. It was really disjointed. My first criticism is you had an opening monologue of three really talented women. A great monologue. Who killed it. The monologue was phenomenal. It set a good tone. It was funny. It was the right amount. And then they kind of dissipated them. And they showed up sparingly to again be funny, but in the weirdest of places. And not very much of them. It was like, you get 12 seconds, and you get 12 seconds, and you get 12 seconds. It was kind of like they didn't really want them to be there, but like they already committed to it. So it was like, oh, well, I guess we have to actually let them do stuff. It was very strange because... I remember in Oscars past, the hosts were very prevalent. Not the past, like, three Oscars, because they've gone hostless now, I think, three times before this they were hostless. But I remember the Oscars hosts having really big parts. One that stands out to me is Ellen DeGeneres. And don't forget, the host used to announce the presenters. They would yeah. say, up to present our next award, you know, Jennifer Garner and Bradley Cooper. Yeah, it, they it didn't, didn't have do that. that. Somebody in the, you know, the great beyond said it, and sometimes they didn't even say it. The presenters just walked out. The other two things I did not like, um, number one, I talked about this on the live, but I want to talk about it now. As years have gone on, and like I said, my mom is not an award show person. I've always liked to watch award shows. But the one award show, no matter what was going on, we would watch is the Oscars. And we always watch the movies. So right. we're like in It was like our thing. We watched every movie that right. was nominated for Best Picture. And then we would go to the Oscar preview. We'd watch the beginning. Then we'd watch the whole show. And we'd see how many we predicted to be right. Right. We always did that. And it's something we've done for years. And I have watched the steady decline of the Oscars and I think this was really like bottom of the barrel and it made me sad because there were such historic moments that did take place last night you know a woman winning best director for the second consecutive year your first openly queer Afro-Latina woman winning in a supporting acting category. Huge things are happening, and they've all been overshadowed by one, it being terrible, and two, the obvious and Will Smith nonsense. The, the obvious thing is having Ariana DeBose win, she carried the entire movie that should have been nominated for more awards. Mm -hmm. Other people She carried the whole thing. And every one of those characters should have been nominated. Any one of the principal characters Absolutely. should have been nominated. Right, because and they I did carry a comment list, like, Do I think that she was that good? No, I didn't think she was that good. I didn't think she was bad. But I'm from a generation that saw Rita Moreno and Cheetah Rivera. So that's what's in my head. However, I do feel that her speech was amazing. I thought it was hands down one of the best speeches of the night. And now her moment is sidetracked. And she spoke about it. And I don't think she should get hate for it. I think she's better than just the part she played. 
I think she's got more in her. But hey, her first nomination, her first win as well. So she's got all these things to celebrate. And now it doesn't matter. So like I said, number one, I hate that like the like old school Hollywood glamour is like gone. Some of the outfits that people wore looked like it was straight out of Shein or like Fashion Nova. It just felt, the whole event felt very cheapened. The other thing is seeing Oscars pass and they always happen at the Dolby Theater and having, like I said last night, been in the Dolby Theater I did not like how they did, like, the front where, like, the actual nominees were, where there was, like, weird couches and tables. Like, you had it full, so why not go the rest of the way? Like, right. And I mean, I no get sense. that you want to honor the people that are nominated. But you never did it before. But you never, like, excluded them before. You put them in the front. And I also think that someone like... Um, Samuel Jackson. Who looked like he was in, like, the corner. Who won such a prestigious award last night. You kind of stuck him up there and threw him over there and, you know, all these other things. Um, another thing that I want to talk about in the glamour level is you have so many beautiful, talented designers clamoring to dress people for the Oscars. You have so many wonderfully talented, actual Fashion designers, fashion people, fashion assistants, all clamoring. And yet it looked like some of the clothes were just bought off the rack. And I think there's no, there was no more outstanding Oscar jewelry, no. outstanding Oscar hairstyles. None of that. There was nothing stand yeah. out about the whole thing. I will say my best dress, and I mean head to toe, hair, makeup, dress is Jessica Chastain. I said it myself on my own social media this morning. I will buy that dress. I will buy that dress because that was the most magnificent dress I've seen in a her long time. Her hair was perfect. Her makeup was she perfect. She had just earrings on and a ring because the dress didn't need a necklace. And that's what I think we miss when we see the people that actually dress them. We didn't see that. No. You know, also in the beginning, we didn't watch the red carpet from live from E. Having those four was just ridiculous. We watched the one that was um, Vanessa Hudgens and Sophia Carson on um, ABC. Like the Oscars actual one. That wasn't even good. No, that was bad. You need to get two people. Not five, not six, not four. You need to get two people that are in the fashion industry and can be good hosts and talk to them on the red carpet. That's what you Again, need. we are missing the Joan Rivers. You are. You are. And I think that even now people don't, people dress now like they don't care if they make it on a best dress even list. Even Ryan where, Seacrest, did he not do it? Um, No, he did not do it. Okay, even Ryan Seacrest, he's really good at being a host. That's, That's what he's like known what he for. does. And like, why and wouldn't you let him? him do it? I don't know. We didn't do that. You but know, I, I just think that, so you get away from that. And I didn't feel like there was any cohesive pairings of people to present no it was weird and also too what i found annoying is you had these supposed two huge moments the reunion of the godfather cast which only wound up being three people and the reunion of the pulp fiction cast which was only three people and then you had the 30 years of white men can't jump right and, and let's let's just take those three movies Three iconic movies and from different got decades. shoved under the rug. And it was just like, 
Okay, celebrating your 30 years. Here's some people from the cast. Yay, good for you. So much more could have been done with that. Yeah, it felt as though they did this all very last minute. It does. It does really feel that way. But I do want to once again commend three amazing, talented women hosted. And the wins for not only women, but minority women last night was truly something that does make me happy. We can still do better. There still should be more than just one woman director nominated. But um, I also think we've gotten to the point now that we see often with the Oscars is we nominate eight movies. It's too many. It's too many. Let's go back to five, five. like it used to be. And let's make them really quality movies. Because I feel like some of the movies, not that they weren't good or weren't my taste, they were just like, oh, come on, guys, we need two more. Let's Pick just two pull more. Them. Let's go. Right. All right, how about this one and how about that one? And I just feel like the entire tone of the Oscars, the way it was presented, the way it went off, was all very haphazard and thrown together. Also, too, let's now talk about the in memoriams, which, like, I want to say missed some people, but then they had, like, that thing come out at the end. They were like, if you want to see the rest, like, go to ABC. Like, what? Wrong. Wrong. And I also, while I commend the performances of the live singing, they were amazing. It overshadowed. We couldn't see the names. We didn't even know what half of the names they were because it wasn't zoomed in enough. I think when you are doing something in a memoriam, it's you really need very, just very low music. music. And just have the names go up there. I think also what would help people is to put them in categories. Actors, singers, producers, right. singers, you know, uh, people that were directors, people that work behind the scenes. Put them into categories so that we get a chance to see all of the people that we want to see mentioned because they meant something to us. Like I said, it was also weird, too, how they had um, Bill Murray come out and talk about somebody, and it seemed off. The cuff. Okay, it um, took me a good hot minute before I realized that was Bill Murray. With the weird hat with on. With the beret on. Yeah, the hat was weird. Jamie Lee Curtis came out, and what she said made sense. I liked her bringing out the animal and talking about... Right, but again, it was just kind was of like, oh, Betty White's out there, go, go, go! You know, and that's what it, it felt like. It really seemed like something that they... I feel like maybe they had, like, another idea, and then they were like, you know what? Scratch that. We're gonna go balls to the wall and make it right. look really off They bonded. probably could have gone off the cuff and done better than they actually did. Yeah. So, there's that. Okay, another thing I want to bring up is um, I find the pairings, like I said, were really absurd because, once again, this is the Oscars. To me, the Oscars is all about the movies. Right. It isn't about television. It isn't about radio. It's the movies. So I don't think it is appropriate to have people present that are not movie stars. And I know you can say, well, some people are on movies and television. Yes. Yes, but not everybody is the Meryl Streep's. Right. Not everybody can pull those things off. You know, having someone like Jacob Elordi, considering him as a presenter, I think that's an insult to a hundred other young actors that could have been nominated to be a presenter. Absolutely. And I think that... You almost see that you know that these people know that they're out of place, but they're like, I'm going to play it off anyway because, like, I'm here and you're not. Exactly. And he um, looked out of place. Another thing is, besides the clothing for the women, the men either went so ridiculous, like Timothy Shalman, I'm sorry, it is the Oscars you should have a shirt on. That's something you wear to a club. That is not something you wear to the Oscars. 
And let's also remember, he has, like, a child's body. Right, like, and I... And kind of feel like I'm doing a peep show. I feel like I shouldn't be looking at him. Right, But I can't weird. help it because he doesn't have a shirt on. Yeah, there was no standout, like, I, I want someone to have, like, the Billy Porter moment. That's what I want. I really want the Billy Porter moment. And I felt that that lacked. And I think it lacked in both men and women. Yes. I told you, other than, like, one or two people... There's not, like, a standout. No. And the fact that these were big movie stars, you know, Nicole Kidman, you're so tall, you're so thin, you're so pretty, and you showed up with that thing. Oh, my second best dressed is Billie Eilish. Hair, makeup, outfit. She was her. My second best dressed is Tiffany Haddish. Oh, yes. Oh, my God. She looked amazing. And I also... Did anybody also feel like there were hardly any celebrities there? Yes. Like, I feel like... Okay, did you notice Why too, did you not show us this person or that person or this they person? They barely showed in the audience. Right. They didn't do like those, you know, like cut to... Right. Like this person, you know, when they're like flipping through the audience. Where were all those celebrities? Like you hardly saw anybody. It still didn't feel like, and I mean, you know, basically like at right. this point, everybody acts like the pandemic's over anyway. So like, why didn't you? Yeah. So now let's move on to the Will Smith because obviously this is what everyone this is what everybody's talking, talking about. about. And sadly, we're talking about an event that again was violent. We can't talk about the accolades. We can't talk about how wonderful is it that an entire deaf cast made a movie and it won Best Picture. Right. And overshadowed. It is, and it is a phenomenal movie. If you guys have not seen Coda, it's an incredible movie. So, okay. Now, you know, we were doing it live, and it happened. And we were like... And first of all, Oriana and I looked at each other. And then I was... I went on my um, phone, and the first person I saw was a person who I absolutely adore, a person who's on the radio, say, wait, what just happened there? Did anybody else see this? And we began to talk about it, and it became a big thread on her Facebook. I think that... The people that were st are still saying it's a stunt. It's not a stunt. It's not a stunt, guys. Not a stunt. Um, it saddens me to think that now young people will think the ideal relationship is that of a man who busts everybody in the face every time something is said in his direction or at the direction of his girlfriend or wife. Right. It's, it's not. I want to tell everybody what is very sad about this is abuse and hitting people is abuse no matter what. It is a crime. It's assault. And um, that should never be something that is romanticized. I ever. do not know why there were no ushers or bodyguards or security to stop him from even getting on the stage. I don't care that he's Will Smith. I don't care if he's Jesus Christ. That is a moment on stage when nobody should have allowed somebody to get up on stage. Absolutely. It was it was very... Because the whole if, thing... Right. If he could have gotten on stage, that means anybody could have gotten on stage. Right. Um, and that's a dangerous situation. Now, like I said, this is not something that should be idolized, romanticized, or any of those things. This is simply put, someone who doesn't have a sense of humor, that acted out, and knew that they could get away with acting out. Judging by the fact that he just went back to his seat and then won an award. I think that his award should be taken away from him. I think he should issue an apology. 
And I, like I said, I think it makes everybody look at things differently. I saw so many comedians saying, like, so we can't make jokes anymore. Because it was just that. It was not a joke. Alopecia is not a disability. We have to get that in reality check, And, you know, everyone's like, it's too. an autoimmune disease. Yes, it can be. But it can be treated. It is common. And she obviously felt very secure with her hair as such, or lack of hair as such, because she could have worn a wig. She and no could one have worn a hat. She could have worn, uh, you know, those beautiful beaded things that, that I've seen her in. She could have done so many things, but she chose not to. So you're putting yourself out there. We all know it happens. Um, it is not as though Will Smith has never made a joke about somebody. It is not as though he never roasted somebody. All of those things happen. He's a comedic actor. And I think what makes it worse, and I'm not saying it should be different, you did it against someone who is a fellow black man. Right. Someone who is part of your brotherhood to stand together against racism. Someone who is a fellow comedian like you. That's what makes it twice as bad. It's very sad. Could I have understood if he stood up and, and made a comment about it, asked for an apology, Absolutely. Props to Chris Rock for not retaliating, for standing there like a man, taking it, not missing a beat, making it a funny moment, and then going on. I think he needs to make a formal apology in the press and privately to Chris Rock. I do think it might be a very valuable lesson to have him put in anger management because, because that's not how people behave. And I do think the fact that you didn't you did not even for a second after that cut his speech. He could have talked for two hours and everybody was gonna listen just because of that incident. I don't like when people change a narrative through fear. And at that point everyone was fearful. What will Will Smith do? And then like your your speech was riddled with complete bullshit and Again, to me, it just looked like an excuse. You know, if you're having problems or you're right now your life's not that good, we don't need to know. You want to keep everything private until your wife goes and talks about how shitty you are in bed. Right. Was that what you were dealing with? Then maybe it's time to let go of the marriage because the marriage is just riddled with problems. And they're very open about talking about other things. Well, you know what? When you're that open, you put yourself out there. And seriously, at this point, like I said, this is over a joke. People could say anything about me in a joking mannerism. I will always laugh at that. Not to mention, as I said, most things for Oscars and Grammys and Tonys and Emmys are scripted. Chris Rock might not have even been the person that, that wrote, wrote that joke. joke. So I'm not going to give it any more, you know, legs. We know where we stand on it. Violence is never acceptable in any capacity, so be it, on with the show. Yeah. Um, like I said, also then after that, it was it went like 40 minutes over. Right. So there was that. And then how it ended, like I thought it was cute that you had the girls come out in the pajamas. Like I thought that was a really cute moment. But then it was just like, okay, we're going to go to bed now. Right. And then it ended. I also think that sometimes a lot of the awards were missed. That you didn't even know what was going on because of the way they were presented, the way they were just suddenly out there. And I think first and foremost, those three moments of those 
representing those three cast people for each iconic movie was just so lost. First of all, we couldn't hear what John Travolta was saying or Uma Thurman. Um, it, it, it was lost. I mean, I know they were dancing and that was really adorable. But the fact remains that we didn't get to see much of it. There should have been there should have been a couple of clips of the movies. They should have had a little bit of story from the movies. Nothing happened. It was just like, here they are, we celebrate the movie, go on, and good luck. Um, I think all award shows need to be revamped. I think you need to have certain quality of celebrities invited to each award show. I think, you know, we know the Emmys are for television. You need those big name television stars. The Oscars mm -hmm. are for the movies. You need those big movie stars. You need the those. Grammys are for the songs and the songwriters. You need those people. And I think the fact that all of that just came down to a very, if it hadn't been for the fact that Will Smith attacked Chris Rock, they would have been super boring. And that's sad, too. The fact that that was the most exciting part of the Oscars. Right. It was, it was messed up. I definitely, I'm anxious to see where and when award shows will return to normal. Um, there are no more for this year. And um, now we're just going to be basically waiting on the Emmy nominations, which are coming in July. And then the Emmys aren't until, I think, September. September. So it's it's a while now before there's more, at least of the acting type of award shows. But, you know, I, do better. The, the whole thing. The whole thing, start to finish, was very subpar and unnecessary. Like, you could have had this be a digital one again, honestly. And with all, everything that went on, I think that we have to close this out with saying that no matter what happens... Chris Rock did not attack his wife. He did not touch her. He did not do anything other than tell a joke. And it turned into something that could have been a melee. And I think that's what's really, really, really sad. It just overshadowed everything. We need to get back to remember we're human beings and no human being. Man to man, man to woman, woman to woman, woman to man should ever put their hands on anyone. Violence we is not the answer. violence not at all. There is no place for it in this world. No, we and, need to get away from it. It's and becoming like I said, accepted. Anybody that's making an excuse for what he did, you also have problems and should sort of seek out why you think that that's okay. And please do not glorify this as her man stuck up no, for her. No, don't do it. That's not a man. Gross, that's not a man. What he displayed was not a man. That's, in fact, very cowardly behavior. So with that being said, we are going to close things out. Thank you for everybody that did join us last night at our Oscars watch party and everybody that tuned in today to listen to this. We do have a bunch of lives coming up. And we also have a bunch of really good topics coming up as well that you won't want to miss. So please make sure you subscribe to us wherever you listen to podcasts. We post new episodes all the time. Connect with each of us on social media. And please don't forget, if you haven't, click the link. It's on all my social media. Please leave me a testimony to help me uh, with the Sephora Style Squad or and Sephora Squad. And don't forget, our Facebook page is it's going to be up and running. On you Friday. want to get in on this, we have a giveaway right away. Right out of the gate. Two different people right out of the gate and we've got some great giveaways coming up that's the only place you'll see them so please subscribe please help Lori with her testimonies please pay attention to all the stuff we ask you to do we know it's a lot but it really is good stuff for you so until next time everyone have a great day violence solves nothing there is always a place in your heart to be loving and care and kind love means everything and most of all stay cozy <laughs>